Hey friends, I'm your host, Tanya Raven, and I'm so happy you're here. When I entered into a blended family, I had no idea what I was getting into. We are a blended family of five with a tree that has many branches. We are not only here to talk about family, but all aspects of being perfectly blended. Love, marriage, life, personal growth, and communication. Did I mention that my husband and I are both entrepreneurs too? Life can be hard, blended can be harder, but we believe together we are better. So grab your bestie or your husband and let's get this conversation started. We're back. It's Tanya, and we are going to be talking about who are you. So, I was really wanting Jeff to be on this next podcast with me after I did the whole introducing myself and us to the podcast world, but he is out of town on a men's retreat. So, I'm taking this time to jump on and talk to you about you. This has a lot to do with blending a family, and actually, it has just a lot to do with going into any kind of relationships. When you enter into any kind of friendship, relationship, marriage, blended family, work-life relationship, you have to think about who you are and what you're bringing to the table, right? When you're in your teens and you're in relationships or when you're in your 20s and you're in relationships, as we grow, we change. I mean, each season brings growth, right? You can look back now. I'm currently 47 years old and I can look back. We just talked about this the other day. I was at a women's Bible study and one of the questions made me think about like what I thought about God when I was younger and what I think about him now. So like, that's just an example. But like right now you can think, I can think back on who I was in my twenties, that girl and what she brought to the table. And, you know, I actually met my husband when I was 24 and I had a daughter As a girl, you know, we have deal breakers or you have a list of what you're looking for, single ladies or, you know, or or maybe we have that list even as a current wife in a relationship of what you think your husband's not meeting or, or what you're looking for. But like you had a list. One of my deal breakers that I thought was I didn't want to date a man with kids because at 24, you know, like. I understood baby mama drama and baby daddy drama. And I honestly, I didn't want any part of that. And, you know, I now know lots of families who are blended or divorced and don't have that drama. And there is a way to cohesively blend a family and co-parent with exes. But at the time I was just, you know, Out of space thinking, like, I just do not want that. Well, you know, God has a funny way of making things happen that you're not, let you know that you're not in control. So you will learn to find out that I am married to a man with two children with two baby mamas. So there's that. But looking back now and being very clear on who I was, you know, who we are has a lot to do with how we were raised. We become what we're taught, told, and modeled until we get the opportunity to do something different about those things. You know, I find that in my life, when I look back on the ways that I was taught, told, and modeled, I learned things like stability was a big deal for me as I went into a long-term relationship. And who your mom was and how she performed as a motherly figure, as a wife figure, 
who your dad was in your life and how he's spoken to your life or didn't speak into your life, whatever that looks like, like for you personally. And I know that each person has like their own journey of backgrounds. So when you put two people together in a relationship, you already have two so completely different people. And in that love and honeymoon stage, you're like, oh my gosh, they're so perfect. They're so fun. Oh, he makes me laugh. Whatever your thing is that you love so much. Oh, he's so romantic. Um, He's so kind. All those things. At the end of the day, we're so different people. You know, like, I think this is so important why like new couples have to go to marriage counseling and why we do interviews for jobs and why some people are reserved about going into friendships with people and meeting new people. Because we're aware that we're so different from everybody, you know, even the people who you think get you the most, there are some things about you that nobody knows. That's, you know, that's between you and God or whoever your higher power is. But we all bring a little bit of baggage to the table, you know, whether it's our upbringing or, you know, our past relationships or, you know, things that we currently have going on in our life. We have to be able to do some self-work and self-reflection and some self-evaluating like we're talking about taking a look in the mirror at yourself. Like, what do I bring to the table? And I wanted to bring to the table everything I expected out of a relationship. And so I always have to look at what I'm doing or what I'm bringing to the relationship. You know, you can always point out the bad in other people or the faults or what they're not doing or their issues or their baggage, whatever the case is. Like, we have to be more present with ourselves and more aware of who we are and what we're bringing to whatever relationship it is, whether it's to our jobs, to our friendships, to our children, even and our marriages. When we ended up getting together and by all means, we both had faults and we both had baggage. Clearly, we both showed up with children to a relationship where we were, I guess I wouldn't consider 24 a full blown matured adult, but we were both adults. We're, you know, raising children. And so looking back now, I'm so aware of all the the stages and things we went through, but touch to touch back on that. Marriage counseling that I see is so evident in people's lives now that they choose to do or or requested or required to do before they get married is so important. I actually have a girl that I work with right now who is getting married in January. And, you know, I talk to her about all these things because she's a young girl. And I'm like, this is the things that you don't talk about or that like Jeff and I didn't talk about before we decided to get married because... We were blending a family. And at the time you think like, oh, we got it all together. Well, we have kids. We're just going to do, I mean, you think you're like-minded in so many ways, but there's so many things that come up in a relationship and in a marriage and in a blended family that if you didn't discuss, it becomes an issue. And if you don't deal, if you don't plan to deal with issues and you're dealing with them reactively instead of proactively, it's a recipe for disaster, friends. We have lived most of our child raising years in that fight or flight reactive instead of proactive, which is why I feel like I could speak so much wisdom into that. So it's easy for me to talk to her on a regular about 
you know, like you were raised like this, but he was raised like this. So what's y'all's game plan when you have a kid? You know, let, let's talk about discipline and how many children, what kind of school they're going to go to. What does punishments look like? How did your punishments look like when you were a kid? What did your parents do that you swore you were going to do different that here we are doing the same exact thing? Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Is that something you want to change? So just kind of a little look into yourself. You know, you also have to look back, which is easy for me to do while we're sitting here, like talking in this moment right now with this topic. Who are you? You have to look back to see the growth. Like I can now at 47, look back at 24 year old Tanya and be like, girl, you have grown. I think I knew it all then. And wow, if I knew half of what I know now, then life may have looked a lot different. So just being aware. And I hope that you take the time to like, see where you are in life right now and pause and reflect like, The girl five years ago, what was she doing? Would she be so proud of who I am today? Or would, are you looking back going, I'm kind of stuck. Maybe I'm in that same situation or maybe I need to do something different. I'm a big goals girl. Like every year at the beginning of the year, I do a big goals sesh with, I try to do it with my family and my kids every year. And now that they're not home, I encourage them to do it on their own and kind of check in with them. But me and my husband do it. I have a best friend. We're accountability partners. And we sit down with each other every year and do this, as well as my team at the salon. We do this. And I like to do business goals, personal goals, future goals, and then like plans for life, like even small goals. So I love to see like where I've come from where I was. And I'm a I keep a lot of that information. I actually have a a picture drawn in the salon of a goal that I wrote out in 2012. It actually was a vision goal that year and I drew it. And it was a picture of a single brick and mortar freestanding salon that I dreamed of because at the time I was in a, a strip mall and I didn't even really know that I dreamed that big about it. I wrote it down and I kind of left it alone. And seven years later, I had that beautiful dream come true. And so it's cool to look back on things like that. But even in that, that's a business season that grew. I can look back now and see as a business owner, how that grew and financially how it changed my life. I can also look back like as a mom, where I was when I started the salon and where I am now. I mean, although I'm still a mom, I'm not a mom in the thick of doing the two daughters doing competition cheer to and from school, all these things running I'm at home with my husband as an empty nester. But even just looking back on the different stages of life to see your growth, like, have you become a better person? Are you are you more patient? Are you finding peace in your life? A big one for me is looking back and like my mom is no longer with with us. I lost her to ALS in 2014, but I feel like she left such a legacy to me. And there are so many things that I'm so thankful for that I got to spend the few years that I did have her, that I am so thankful for the legacy that she left me. But however, if we're being honest, there are things that she did in her life that I saw as a child, even as an adult that I I wasn't proud of or didn't want to be and do like her. So then I had to be super aware of what was I going to change and what was I going to do different. And there are times, if I'm being honest, that I did those things that I had to check myself and go back. And what changes do I need to make? What self-evaluations do I need to be looking into about myself? And 
What baggage am I bringing from my past and my upbringing into my current marriage or child raising situations that I didn't want to do, but here I am doing them. So I just wanted to come on today and just kind of talk about those kind of things. Like, who are you? Where were you raised? How are you raised? Do you repeat the patterns of your past? Are you doing something different? So I'm a big self-work, self-evaluation, self-love and self-care. Like, what do you do to find your peace person? And I say this with a lot of I'm maybe almost like reverence because I know I'm not always great at it. I talk a big game about taking care of yourself and finding your quiet time and centering yourself. My next thing I'm going to try and embark on is some meditating and yoga. I do have a healthy workout life, but I feel like I'm in a stage in my life where I need to like wusa and get some peace, more peace and more balance in that because I am a super busybody and I tend to be, okay, let's just say it. I have some control issues. I like to be in charge of a lot of things, but that's a good and bad things. I am a go-getter and I'm a, um, I'm a hard worker, but sometimes I take on too many things. And also along with taking the weight of others things and trying to carry that Um, But I think that right now, my current stage, looking back at those behaviors, I'm wanting to be more at peace with like doing some meditation, some breath work. I love listening to Jay Shetty. He encourages me to do that at the end of his podcast. But just knowing where you come from, having a gauge on where you're going, what you bring into the relationship. um, This is really good to know what your baggage looks like, because it's not just you that's going into these relationships. You're blending every part of you. And if you are blending a family, this is great for singles going into marriage, but this is also great, really great for blended families. If you're already blended or if you're going to be blended, you have to take into consideration how many people, personalities, baggage. I mean, even children have baggage. You know what I'm saying? If the way my daughter was raised, bringing her into a house with other children and how they were raised. I mean, everybody's got a little bit of baggage with them. Even the littles do. So careful, um, be patient, love. Everybody needs grace. And I think number one is communication. Like you have to be able to communicate who you are and where you are and what you need. Unmet expectations always comes from lack of communication. So I think finding time to communicate, like even with the children, like what are your expectations? How are you feeling? Just checking in because it's a lot of moving parts when you blend a family. Thanks for joining today. Um, I hope that you take some time to do some self-reflecting and Think about who you are, where you came from. Just take inventory of your own baggage or whatever you want to call what you're carrying around because we all have a little something and we can all do some improving. So take some time out, check yourself and love yourself. Thanks so much for listening in. If this episode spoke to you or you know someone who might love it, please share with a girlfriend or share it on social media and tag me at Tanya Raven. That's T-O-N-Y-A-R-A-Y-B-O-N. I hope y'all come back. Toodles.